When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate. I'm your host and I'm the author of How to Be a Better Person, the book which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about giving, how to be generous with others, as well as how not to give so much that you feel depleted or unappreciated. Today's big idea is that while giving is often energizing, there are definitely times when it's draining or even upsetting. It can leave you feeling taken advantage of or unappreciated, and none of that feels good. In addition, sometimes your giving can make the person you're trying to give to feel bad. They can feel micromanaged or like you think they aren't capable. So today, let's figure out how to keep giving in the realm of feeling good. Yesterday's guest, Damon Brown, touched on this idea too, so be sure to check him out in episode 494 if you want more. I'll share something you can do before you decide to give to another person, as well as something you can do after you've done something generous to do a little learning from your experience. Let's say a friend asks if you can help them move, or a friend of a friend, or even a total stranger asks if they can pick your brain about something. Here's something you can do before you say yes to determine if this is a good match for you. First, Pause for just a minute and ask, why am I doing this? Here's what you don't want to hear. Something like, it, well, it's nice to be needed, or I want to be nice, or I think they could really learn something from me. These are reasons to give that are more about you and appeasing your ego and not necessarily being generous in giving. You could say it's performative and that doesn't feel good to you or to the person you're trying to help. What you do want to hear has two parts. A, I think I can help. And B, it's a good match for what I have to offer. Because there has to be more to it than you're just a warm body, you know? It also helps to take a moment after you've done the generous thing to just feel how you feel. If the giving was a good match for you, you will likely feel pretty darn good. You might have a zing of energy or a sense of happiness or gratitude at truly being able to have helped someone else. But if you feel anything negative, such as sad, spent, or resentful, could be a sign that it's time to pull back from giving quite so much, because you want to be able to give with a spirit of generosity. Also, sometimes we can give to the point that we disempower our intended recipient. If you want to be there for your friend who's going through a tough time, like maybe a divorce, 
and you help them move and pay for their dinners and check in on them frequently. And you keep that up for a long time. You may actually be dissuading them from getting out there and creating their new life. That's just one example. It's also very easy to overdo for a family member. Of course, we're all truly in need of support from time to time, but honestly, those times are finite. If your giving continues indefinitely, it can veer into codependency. Keep in mind that it's perfectly okay to pitch in at a level that makes sense for you. There are no bonus points for giving till it hurts. If the PTA, for example, requires too much of a time commitment, could you maybe share your position or role with another person or help them find somebody else who has the availability? If you only have a limited budget for donating, can you make it during a matching grant to make your dollars go further? Or if you can't make an event, can you share a post on Facebook asking for volunteers or encouraging other people to go? When you find ways to give back that feel good to you, you're going to find more ways to do it. Your tiny assignment is to check in with yourself just before and just after the next time you give. See if you can uncover your true intentions before you say yes, and then check that against how you feel after. This is how you interrupt any sneaky patterns you might have of giving in a self-serving way and how you reinforce how good it feels to give when it's the right fit, which will naturally help you do more of it. And tomorrow, we're turning the idea of being generous on its head and talking about owning the ways that you might be stingy. (laughs) Because to truly know a topic, it's always helpful to look at it from the opposite point of view. I hope you'll come back. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 